no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. Okay, 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 okay. You cannot say pop without the smoke. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You can, you can. You can say popcorn. You can say uh, <laughs> pop music. This is the Stereo Bros, episode 41, the Dirk Nowitzki episode. We out here. Dirk. My name is Patagonies and Lattes. Hat Shepsuit, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, guys. It's Jazzy. We at the Black Room Studios with Creative Sam. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. out here creating and all that. Yeah. Sage yeah. trying to sage us out of here, but it's okay. I'm, I'm going to keep playing my, my drill music and my gun tunes and following up with like several lusty R&B tunes too, man. <laughs> How y'all doing out there though, man? How y'all doing? They can't answer us back. They can't. They can't. They're okay, great. okay. They're great. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start this off with talking about the big homie, the big homies, Eric Adams. Yep. Current borough president. Yep. Former assemblyman, former senator, mm-hmm. former captain in NYPD as uh, my co-host rolls her eyes. Oh, um, <laughs> oh I had my heads out. I didn't know you saw that. <laughs> I did. I did. Back once upon a time when, when I walked, when I worked in Albany, he stopped me in the hallway and said, hey, young brother, what do you do here? And I told him what I did. He was like, okay, cool story, bro. <laughs> and he kept was walking. like, you don't got no juice. <laughs> right? He's like, okay, boomer. <laughs> nah, he showed love. Um, but he said recently in an, he said recently in the soundbite, so all the Midwesterners get the fuck out of his borough. And I respected it. <laughs> were the words were the words oh sorry, was the words, you know, verbatim, get the fuck out the borough? I'm gonna find the exact quote in a moment. <laughs> but it was something to the effect of we're good here without you Midwesterners coming here perverting our culture. Wow. Like, we're good. Go home, Boomer. So the original way that I read the headline, once I actually read not that particular article, but another article speaking about what he was saying, it wasn't as uh, subversive mm-hmm. as the original title and headline went, um, which I was happy because I was just like this is ridiculous if this is what he said right even though I mean okay yes there are times when I'm just like okay y'all be mad annoying I don't think it's right to be telling people to go back to where they came from right like so yeah. I, I don't think that's the way yeah. right but what I later learned is that he was just basically saying you know if you're gonna come here and not appreciate the culture if you're gonna like call the police mm-hmm. on people that have been living here for years mm-hmm. and you're not going to interact mm-hmm. you're not going to say hello to your neighbor if mm-hmm. you're just gonna come to an area only to be closer to your job or to your, you know, place of recreation, then 
go home. Yes. So that is more a message that I could get behind yes. rather than, you know, go home. Because to be honest, and I'm sure Hatshepsut can speak to uh, <laughs> Mr. Adams' uh, political activities yeah. the past couple of years, he's made a way for yeah. all these people from Idaho okay, okay. to come here and live because mm-hmm. he's known to have, you know, been in bed with many developers mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. He's no so, Jumani. Right. So yeah. it was just, okay, okay. it was very ironic for me to see that headline knowing what I've heard right. of his, you know, past dealings in the borough. So is that crew neck you're wearing uh Stereo Bros yes. issued content over clout. Content crew neck? over clout. It's my fave. That's like a dope crew it's neck. It's very comfortable. Okay, it's very okay. Soft. Versatile. <laughs> okay, okay. Anything, right. Okay, okay. You cannot say stereo without the bro. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> I'm reaching, I'm reaching. Yes. I think what what Eric Adams is doing is very on par with his political aspirations. Like how else What does he want to be? I mean, how else do you make yourself look good to New Yorkers if you want to be mayor? How else do you do that? You defend, you know, what they're saying about, you know, feeling like people are flooding transplants are flooding their mm-hmm. neighborhoods and they're not keeping up the cultural, you know, uh, like ecosystem if you will and so if i want to get on the side of the people especially because the sentiment is that like de blasio had sold the whole city out so like now right so now everybody's (laughs) like this last mayor came in here and sold us out to everyone and now here you go with the cape like all you people who moved in here you know go back if you don't plan on assimilating into the culture but what culture is gone like, right exactly. gone. and you sold like, it this, yeah, this, right, <laughs> like, you sold it like every i don't know if people think that the like if you need to house people you must build it's just it's a thing you know what i mean but like when you're doing affordable housing me calculating and including the salary of somebody in westchester in in addition to somebody in brooklyn in a in a in a poor neighborhood in brooklyn is not going to fare well on the side of the person who lives in brooklyn mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean and so if all of the housing is doing that then like that's clearly the caveat that got you whatever mm-hmm. it is that you needed mm-hmm. but so like this doesn't surprise me like you know go home because you could have had that same energy a couple years ago you mm-hmm. could have said this you could have been saying this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you haven't you are the and i like i like eric adams mm-hmm. you know what i mean but like you're the borough president of like what is considerably the hottest borough mm-hmm. in the country mm-hmm. like you can go anywhere in the world and say you're from Brooklyn and you're valid and it's like you know you knew my friend lives here. in like uh Bedford Stuyvesant right no they live in Stuyvesant Heights or now they you know she's a I, dog walker and a bartender and a librarian right, exactly <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. A dog walker, a librarian. I was at my man's. That's the definition of a hustler. Yeah. I was was at my man's restaurant on fucking. You pushing macchiatos. You pushing margaritas. I was at my man's restaurant. Actually, it's not even my man. I was at my homeboy homeboy restaurant on like Ralph and like, like in the hood, Ocean Hill. And this shit was like, yeah. Um. I live like around the corner. I'm like, what you doing around the corner? Why? She was like, oh, you know, it's like really affordable. And it was sketchy. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Where are you really from? affordable? Like, where are you from? It's like, I'm, I'm from Auburn. I'm like, Auburn, New York? She's like, yeah, have you heard of it? I'm like, yeah, I've had family members incarcerated in your town. <laughs> Let me guess. What do your family do? Do they work in a prison? She's like, how'd you know? <laughs> My God! I'm like because Auburn has a prison, a Walmart, 
a gas station. How do you know? I said, because. That's, I'm saying, you <laughs> It's a prison, a gas station, a Walmart, or a school. So I said, listen, when you're moving around here, you can't say that because people from this neighborhood. They know where you right where now. You right now, they're with your family in Auburn. Yep, <laughs> a fact. You can walk around safely, but at one point, it wasn't safe. And it's safe now because everybody's in Auburn. She's yep. like, that's a very interesting perspective. But I'm it like, doesn't matter because I'm going to keep walking my dogs and no, serving these like, macchiatos. No, it fucked her up because she she felt like, well, you know, this, this, this is what I was talking about. But who told you this? Yeah. Oh, my landlord. I'm like, who's your landlord? Oh, uh, Joe Schmo Steinowitz, right? So <laughs> it's like she had no, sometimes they don't have a sense of the culture. Yeah. But with Eric Adams, what I didn't like was recently on Meet the Borough President on NY1 mm-hmm. or 8, whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. Someone called in and said, yo, listen, I'm tired of knocking on my door trying to buy my house. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, they're doing it to me too. Just tell them no. I'm like, bro, that's not an answer. That's not an nope. answer. Not when, they're, not when they're stealing deeds. Right. And, and taking advantage of not just older people, but just people in distress. That don't yes. know any better. And that don't know any better. Actually, um, I, so I was um, contacted by a family friend that wanted help because their landlords were just thrown in jail for mortgage fraud. Wow. And they had not been paying rent for like two years because these people just disappeared, right? Wow. And when you go and you look up their names, uh, pops an article where the only reason they got popped is because the FBI had them on a watch list, excuse me, for the mortgage fraud. And this woman, she said she she lived in Bedford-Stuyvesant, owned a family home, Ended up getting like multiple sclerosis. Jesus. Fell behind in her medical bills. Ended up being, I think it was like maybe like $70,000 behind in her mortgage. Someone came uh, to her door posing as a homeowner's assistant group. Mm. Saying they could help her get out of her mortgage debt. Ended up telling, paying for cars for them, her to come to the office throw papers in front of her, trying to get her to sign. She ends up signing with the owners of this, these people that mm-hmm. were arrested, their shell company, and ends up signing over the deed, the to, deed her to her house. And the only reason that they were able to catch this person is because like the, the people that originally contacted her were not under the same umbrella. So mm-hmm. she was, you know, it was it was yeah. fraud and they were able to prove it. Plus they were, had been following her. But like this happens all the time. And they'll yeah. say it's just business. Nah, right. bro. Like it's every not. other. So even in Sunset Park, right? Recently, um, a, a group was protesting them trying to rezone Sunset Park. Yeah. And Castleman was said, well, we need to coexist. But even in Flatbush, right? Like they're they re- recently rezoned it, yeah. They're rezoning Flatbush yeah. up. Up, yep. But in other neighborhoods like Midwood, yep. they're zoning down. Yep. Mm-hmm. So certain neighborhoods can be preserved, mm-hmm. but every other neighborhood is being left open. You- and here's the wild thing. Yeah. Most of these buildings are not even fully occupied. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it's just like you're destroying the character of every neighborhood, yep. but certain neighborhoods. Yep. And it's it's effed up. Yep. And so it's not like it's Eric Adams' fault solely, mm-hmm. but Fernando Ferreira predicted in 06 that there will be a tale of two cities yeah. mm-hmm. if we allow the wrong people to take over the city. Yeah. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Now, we're living it. Now you fast forward 14 years later, and the developers run the city, they sure do. and the character's gone, and even like where I live at now, like people, like the amount of poop I see in the mornings with <laughs> yeah. dogs, like... I would never kick a dog because I 
you know, I have friends who have dogs and dogs are okay and mm-hmm. dogs are they are. But dogs are more protected. <laughs> dogs are more protected than black that. men out here. It's true. You get more time for kicking a black dog, I mean a black dog than a black man. That's a fact. Right? But it's it's effed up to think that there's a whole segment of politicians even now that are okay with developers giving them half a mil mm-hmm. in exchange for them selling out an entire neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because like, you know, whenever these whenever these dossiers become public, you'll realize that it's some of your favorites. It's people, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's local politicians that look like you that's mm-hmm. selling your neighborhoods mm-hmm. out. And like, I, I just feel like it's important for us to talk about some very real um, dynamics that exist in these neighborhoods because we love to talk about that diversity. Like, oh, this community's here and this community's here. But I'm like, in my perspective, and these are just the views of Hatshepsut and nobody else that I may or may not have an affiliation with. <laughs> but, like, I mean, when are we going to get real about the fact that, like, how many black neighborhoods turn their rent or mortgage over to the Hasidic community? Mm. No. That these co-ops are, it's um, it's almost a whole oligarchy when you think about mm-hmm. it in terms of who controls and mm-hmm. who is really flipping these neighborhoods. Right, right. Because forced appreciation is a thing and there's currently no laws that protect anybody in a co-op mm-hmm. from being you know, harassed by a person who wants them out so that they can, mm-hmm. you know, flip the apartment and sell it to somebody else. And Snyderman, before he got snatched, yeah. snatched slumlords in my neighborhood, yeah. had a whole press conference. And the other thing to that point yep. is that in response to Eric Adams' comments, somebody wrote an editorial and said, it's not the gentrifiers, it's the Hasidics that's mm-hmm. moving in and occupying Bed-Stuy. Yes. Mm-hmm. But either way, I just feel like, why our neighborhoods? Yeah, right. Because yeah. they were because we're vulnerable. Yeah, we're, we're we're the ones that you know don't want the money. You know, yes, I know it's 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 hard to turn down. You know, and this is the sad part is like you read these articles and it's like people who have homes that are worth one point three million, yeah. one point five million, seven hundred thousand, selling it for seven hundred thousand, yep. six hundred thousand because they just need the, the money. money. Yep, you know, and they're not getting the full value mm-hmm. out of their homes. And, and then they move down south. You know, these people, right? They move down south, and then next thing you know, the people of whatever persuasion right. who buy it right. uh, are then <laughs> making triple triple yes. the profit and, off and, of and it. And it's not sold. It's not solely like I don't want to paint the picture that it's just these it's just these Hasidic people who are out here buying on stuff. But like let's be real. Like you can't really address an issue unless you say what the fuck it is. People have eyes. They right. know who's running right. their building. Right. They know that they run that building across the street too. Mm-hmm. They know that they own the rest of these things. Mm-hmm. They know that at any point you know, this whole neighborhood's rent's going to go up because this one family that owns all of these co-ops is saying mm-hmm. that the rent is now this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That there are there are illegal practices that happen and these people have the full protection of the law. They have their own fucking mm-hmm. system to do a bunch mm-hmm. of other shit. So it's like, it's like, no one's, this is not anti-Semitic when it's based in fact. Mm-hmm. Black people are not, Hasidic people are not turning their rent mm-hmm. over to black owners. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. just not. And the sad part is is what they'll do is they'll they'll pay people yeah. that look like us yes. to then be the front person yes. and go and talk to these people and, and, and get them to feel vulnerable. Get them, the woman in the article was saying, you know, the person that came to me, I felt like I could trust them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're not stupid. And I've been, yeah, like, and, and they, they know what's up. And that's why I'm like, yo, it's unfortunate. Like I in my in my area, I was telling people since 2016, 
to purchase something, anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get anything, mm-hmm. because now we're they're they're just knocking down whole blocks mm-hmm. to put up affordable housing, like whole strips on the junction. All the businesses are closed. Why? Because that's going to be something or it's going to be a big box retailer because no one can afford to set up shop there. Mm -hmm. And it's just just be real with what it is. Like if you want stake in the game, like you're going to have to actually get in the game. And I I just want black people, especially the people who sustain neighborhoods, even Mm -hmm. if they aren't black, Mm because they can be um, they can be uh, from from the Middle East. They can be from other regions of the world. But like. I just think it's gross that you would allow a, a people to sustain a neighborhood when it's not desirable to other folk. And the moment that their culture gets the swag all the way up, mm-hmm. you steal their housing from right underneath right. them. And I think there's nothing there's nothing honorable about it. I don't I don't go out my way to make it sound good so you don't mm-hmm. feel as bad right. because you're trash. If you participate in it and any black person that's a board president, any black person that's out here in some position of power where you can allow the people that in your your constituents a fair shot and you don't for self-motivated interest, you're just as garbage. And I'm not no one's looking for words to make you feel better Mm -hmm. about that. So I feel Eric Adams. But I also know that he got aspirations, and this might just be in line with the aspirations. Probably. I, I will say But that. I love the energy. I, I heard him <laughs> give a speech, and it had to be like 2015 at a bar association gala yeah. where he was being honored. And after he finished his speech, he said, I will be the next New York City mayor, mm. and took the mic and dropped it. Like on the ground? Like on the podium. <laughs> And I was so turned off. Really? I was just like, I would never, ever in my life vote for you. I don't Dang. even know what his platform would be, but that one moment, it like it just soured everything. Wow. I mean, he, he does have the respect of the state government, the mm-hmm. cops. Mm-hmm. Like, because when cop stuff happens, he can speak to it. So think about this, right? He was a captain in NYPD when it was a very different, well, I can't say very different, but it was even worse than what it is now. Mm-hmm. So I think the broader appeal of him to me is like I feel like if there's a well not if when there's the next cop shooting he can kind of be like because even now they'll ask him like okay Tarquell got shot by Lewis uh, Scarcello Jr. or something like that right. and he'll say well and looking at the evidence I see that the but he's been he was a captain so I feel like he's a captain and a black man he. He can drill down one more level, right? Oh, so he's the Joe Biden of the New York City. No, no, because I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he'll get it right. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he'll get it right. But what I'm saying is that he has a closer semblance of objectivity than a De Blasio would. Right. Because De Blasio was never a cop. He was never an assemblyman and never a senator. Never a New Yorker. Never a New Yorker. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Right. Um, oh but speaking of his pizza with a knife and fork. With a knife and fork. But, but speaking of Biden, I mean, wife. we could turn to the uh, presidential candidates right now and, and where things are looking right now in terms of who's left in the pool. Shambles. It's all in shambles. I don't I'm know. T- what's no more Kamala. No more Booker. Again. What's wrong with y'all? Like, y'all? Who is left? Biden, Sanders, uh, and Warren. They're seniors. And Buttigieg. How is Pete Buttigieg a contender? He's the mayor of a small city. He has never done anything. The mediocrity of white men is just... (laughs) 
It's just like, Shout how do you not listeners. see this? It's not a slur. It's it's literally, yeah. it's right there. Yeah. It's literally right there. He's never done anything. We have friends who have podcasts who are white that we we rock with. So of not course. Gonna... I'm not, well, clearly I'm, I'm messing with Sanders. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm just saying that a black woman, uh, even a white woman mm-hmm. in the Pete Buttigieg's yeah. shoes would not have gotten as far as he had. Yeah. And that's Sand- just whoa, whoa, clear. Where'd you get this from, bro? You just walked in with a hose, a smart right screwdriver? What is that? Sam just walked, creative Sam just walked in you here with that? a concoction. No, you made that? Anyone have any water? Do we trust who made it? I want water. <laughs> this, is, this is my water. Guinea pig. Okay, okay. okay. What does it taste okay, like? Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Listen, anyways, um, I still I still like Eric Adams. I can't I can't I do like him and I do appreciate the energy. I just I just know what it is, you know. So, how can we cuz you are closer to like the uh not grassroots cuz you you more than that. I won't ever minimize you at all. Never. I know. Right? But it's like <laughs> what's something practical that somebody can do to save their neighborhood? It, is it as simple as going to like the board meetings cuz we've been to those. Right. Is it like, what's the most practical step that I can give to like 10 friends to say, okay, here's how you save the block? Okay. Buy. So you. And when you can. Yep. No, no, no. Jazzy, you just. Okay. Uh, if you can, buy something, anything, yeah. a condo. That's right. A, um, land. Yep. Um, you know, any anything. Get buy together. Something. Buy, you know, buy an investment property with um with friends like if you can get you know get together yeah. a couple a couple thousand and get and get a, a rental a couple property thousand somewhere. what if i don't have that well i'm saying with a with a group of people what if know? people don't start, have that bread start an investment company because that's what the other people that we were talking about do <laughs> is they get together and form LLCs and they yeah. put their money behind it and then invest and then they take a property and then they flip it mm-hmm. and then you can either take your money out or you can go on Let it ride. on to like the next property. Um, I also think that protecting, you know, your neighbors, you know, if you know you have a like an elderly person in the neighborhood that is not, um, you know, sure of or doesn't have the resources to renovate there's a lot of um, programs that the city is putting together now where they're trying to help people get grants to do um, like construction Mm -hmm. or remodeling Um, and you know these are like grassroots efforts by you know small organizations in the community but if you don't know about it then you're you're not gonna know to that you can get out of whatever situation that you're in so I know my church shout out to Emmanuel Baptist Church they they have you know homeowners assistants programs that they do Letitia um James James is doing a lot of stuff and she's doing um like a, a lot of stuff in terms of like deed fraud yeah. and, and deed theft she's now has an initiative where she's working on that I really so like this James shout out to her because I saw her at brunch and she told she my daughter she was beautiful such a people person yeah, she, she was at brunch great. like table over uh-huh. she's great I was like, we like you Tish James I was like oh my You're gosh welcome on the show whenever yes. you want to come pull up Tish she's pull amazing. up um, but yeah there are resources and I think people just need to be made aware of them and if you see somebody struggling you know like look out and i'm i'm gonna start cursing people out when they call me asking if they want to period my house i'm like leave me period. and my neighbors my home. my aunt she my all my all my family in the area they all own and so my aunt <laughs> i was at her house once and she said they called me and told me they just sold a house for two million dollars she's like steph i say what the f 
I was like, you could say F D E, you could say all of it. You could just get them off your phone. But like, but like, there's and it's and it's a lot of things, right? Like, I had a number of there are a number of people. I I agree with you in the sense that you should look out for your neighbor. You absolutely should because people know when they're doing fucked up things. And so if you if just paying attention to one person because they might have grown kids that live in another state mm-hmm. and they don't know what's up or they might be fragile in terms of health or or even in like cognition right and so you just want to you want to do what you wish someone would do for your mama or mm-hmm. your father yeah. or your whatever and so if you see someone that gets a fugazi letter on their door and they're ready to they're losing weight they're ready to move you don't have to do nothing the biggest tip you can give anybody is if you see someone on your door mm-hmm. you don't have to go nowhere because that's how most people like forfeit their homes they think it's a legal document and it isn't so like you know, investigate it, help them get some resources. So look out for your neighbors. One. There's also mad free resources too. Like yeah. there's mad free yeah. stuff, but it's also, it's also a matter of, cause so maybe nine years ago, someone knocked on my door and said, Hey, I'm looking for person X. I said, are you armed? <laughs> and they were just like, huh? I said, why are you like, <laughs> did you ask them what, if they were armed? Yeah. So you armed? It was like, no, <laughs> It's like, oh, uh, do you own? I said, do you own what? A pistol, a house? What are you talking about yeah. right now? And he looked at me like flabbergasted. I yeah. said, never come back. Please. Fuck Nine off my years, stoop. They ain't come back. Fuck off my stoop. They right. send things to our house all the time. Oh, we just sold another three-bedroom unit mm-hmm. for X amount of thousands of dollars. And it's like, that's cool, but we're hip. We're not selling anything. And like another thing you can do without any money is like, when you go to your community board, I know a lot of people say just join your community board. It's not that easy because you can't t- officially take a seat. Not only that, but you don't know who's in the meetings. Exactly. Because my man is on the board of Flatbush. Yeah. Right? Okay. And he told me is that he's he active. He, he's yep. on the board. Yep. And he's like, Midwood people be in there yes. trying to figure out what's happening. Yes. So Ooh, in the, the meetings. Tea, you, the tea be hot. Because what will happen is that they zone down. Yep. But zone you up. Yep. So you gotta put through your joint yep. with they joint to make sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're trying to figure out what we're talking about, that means that you don't know what we're talking about. Right. So we're not gonna tell you what we're talking about. Right. But go to your community board meeting. And the, if you but go to your community board meeting. If you can't get an official seat, that's fine because people usually have to die before you can get like a seat. They be mad elderly people mm-hmm. and stuff like that on it. And sometimes the, the people who move into the neighborhood get on the community board faster than you do. But what but I But that's would, because they're they exactly. kind of know what's up. Right. You need to go you and need make to your know. voice heard. And, the, and if you don't, but if you don't get an official seat on a community board, it's fine. Your quickest way to make some influence so that you can get in is to join a committee. So join a committee, the youth committee, the elderly committee, the summer activity committee. Join that. Establish your motherfucking presence when you join this community. That way, it's so much easier for someone to create a space for you on there. And when you get the, the ability to be in some of those back-end meetings, because I've I've seen some. You know, I've been privy to some and like um, there's a whole nother set of decision making that happens back there. And we would love to be able to throw people like, hey, just do your community. Hey, just Mm -hmm. volunteer here. But that's really like elementary level. It gets deeper and the access to the deeper is there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just have to, um, you know, if you've ever pledged anything, go to to the program. That's illegal. That's illegal. (laughs) It is illegal. illegal. Okay, so right. Fine. You want to learn something about a company, you research it, you know what I mean? Learn what committees they have, what programs they have going on, see how what assets you can offer, 
and then jump in that. Side way. note: I saw somebody in the station today that had like some weird letters on. It was a it was a a young lady with some. It was like gamma gamma delta. <laughs> Upsilon. I'm just like, yeah. Are we non? I'm like, what the hell do you have on, shaming? sis? Like, what you, what you doing? Like, <laughs> she said, are we non? And she, but she was walking through, like, cause I, I be around people. I see like D9 Greeks and even like now folk Greeks walking around with their letters on, mm-hmm. and they be like, right. Even though I don't like the org, I'm like, I respect how you move it, cause right. you like it's yours. She was, she was looking like, like she unsure, like awkward. unsure. Yeah, it was awkward. I'm just like. Those BS like. Oh my god! Let me not say that. Let me not say that. Let me not say that. Oh my god! What I meant to say was, <laughs> what separates people in the city from people in the towns. People in the towns will run for town advocate, like town brownie coordinator. Like right. they get involved. Your community, even if you don't own in the community, you have the ability to be a part of your community. Yes, you do. Your commune, right? Yes, you do. You have you, you have the ability to say that I'm going to take an hour out of my day to go to the precinct and meet the inspector. That's I'm, it. I'm going to go to like the the local meeting and just hear what it is and voice my like yep. I'm tired of the 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 boys coming through twice. Yep. Only once. Yep. If you say that, they will effectuate that. Yep. Mm-hmm. There literally are meetings called building the block. Right, like and, literally building the block. And what we don't do person. is go to those meetings because we're too yeah. busy on that that Instagram and that Snapper right. chat. You should get to know the names of your your NCO officers like by by name. They should know you that because that's the point is the neighborhood community like community the, they patrol and stuff. You should know who these people are. They will gladly give you the information. You go to these things, they'll tell you how many crimes. They'll tell you what kind of crime it was. Like they found a person, they didn't find a person. There's so much information. I'm involved in the junction so much. Mm-hmm. It's tell. ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And it's and it's only because I can't I grew up watching so many people of so many different faces mm-hmm. sustain this shit when it was violent. You know what I mean? Sustain this shit when they had very little and now to see bike racks, dogs, high rises, no one should be Where's the Wendy's? The Wendy's is gone. It's now out <laughs> But I'm like to watch another group of people just come and benefit off of it, off of what I know was mm-hmm. arduous work by the people who were here, is is disrespectful. And I and if I'm here, I was only placed in this place, I guess, because you know the universe knows this knows that this is how I would respond. <laughs> Liddy. So you know it is what it is. Are we still talking about the uh, presidential candidates? So we're we gonna oh. skip past that. Not really. I don't know. Maybe we come back when they. What did we right. say the last episode? Get dual citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the consulate when I go to DC. Hey, guys. hey, hey. hey. My Grenadian okay, That's okay. It. I'm hyped. Okay, I definitely okay. emailed the Haitian embassy this week. Like, yo, so come on, man. We'll let you come. Your piano. Let me back in. All good. <laughs> What's that work word for this week? Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Hypochondria. Mitochondria. Shut up. Hyperbole. Shut up. It is not. Hi, guys. Are we ready for the woke word or whatever? We is. We is. Okay. All right. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Today's word of the day, week, month, whatever, is Mishpaka. Miss Parker. Miss Parker. How do you spell? Spell, spell please. M I S H 
P-O-C-H-A. Miss Paka. Does that have like a Russian root? I don't, you know, it's not identified here, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Mishpaka. Mishpaka. And Mishpaka, Mishpaka, uh, is an entire family network comprising relatives by blood and marriage and sometimes including close friends. A Mm. clan. Mishpaka. So Stereo Bros is an army. A Navy. A Miss Parker. <laughs> and broke niggas over there is a Miss Parker. So Miss Parker, broke niggas. Okay, so, <laughs> my God. So when you about to roll through the next party or the next flex with your Miss Parker, exactly. right? Just make sure that you tell her Miss you. And Yo, Creative Sam, that Miss Parker over there is 10 niggas on one bottle. That's a Miss Parker, broke niggas. <laughs> That Miss Parker broke niggas is smoking reefer in a mom's car in front of the house. Oh my gosh, what's wrong? By the way, anybody that listen, <laughs> PSA, PSA, PSA from PSA from PNL. Okay. Stop coming to Crown Heights and your Hondas and Kias and smoking reefer in front of people's houses in the car. <laughs> your bums, y'all are bums. Signed a sincere smoking low grade reefer in front of people's houses in your car. What if they have nowhere else to go? To go. That's not my concern. Get an edible. What do you mean? Get an edible. Why are you in front of somebody's house smoking reefer in your car? Are you homeless? Stop smoking a cheap reefer in front of my house. I have a family. Please. Are you upset that it's cheap reefer or that they're smoking in front of your house? It's both. Because okay. the one time I want to say something to the dude, he snarled like. Oh. Well, I mean, technically, the streets are public property. But I couldn't do anything because I'm with my kids. What am I going to do? Yeah. Get them out of there fast. And my kids are going to be like, Daddy, you punched them, Daddy? <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Right? Please don't do that. So that was the PSA from PNL. Um, That's a new segment we didn't know we had, but we're happy to have it. <laughs> we'll edit accordingly. We'll edit accordingly. We are, we are happy to have it. <laughs> we'll edit accordingly. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Listen, stop smoking low grade weed in front of PL's house. He's not with it. Please. Right, at least. And Hyundai's and, and Kia's on the hydrant. Right. Get a rental to do that. And o- make only it reason nice why I won't say where I live is because if you pull up where I live, Godspeed. And right. Godspeed, citizen. You Godspeed. just you asked a, a developer if he was armed. I believe you. That you. No, I did not. That was some guy that I was just, just with me that did that. <laughs> That, that, that wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't you. Oh, okay. It wasn't me. Oh, okay, no. it was the other person. Okay, my fault for, for, for believing otherwise. But, oh, hey. Okay. Okay, Jesse. Okay. I did, I did the, the, <laughs> old, the, the Little baby dance. Little baby. Hey. None of you didn't fly as me. Whoa. 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 Hey. None of you didn't me. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, dance moves be absolutely nothing these days. That shit is not even uh, a dance That's the way I like move. it. I don't that shit the dumber you look, the better the dance. Niggas be like, whoa. I'm like, whoa. Okay, what? okay. Anyway. Ask. Uh, why don't you snap? Hey, there we go. Ask. Go ahead, p <laughs> Don't let me, don't let me run it. You not uh, fucking it up? Take it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Ask. Doing the pop smoke version? Pop smoke version. Okay. Ask. Yes. Yeah, I, but I'm older than him. It's, it's my version. My voice deeper. Oh my god! Ask Jazzy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey guys. So this this year, Max B 
Roddy, no, uh, yeah, Roddy Rebel and Bobby Spurrier all come home from prison in New York State. Isn't that amazing? I think it is. And also, Mendeecey's Harris <laughs> from Love and Hip Hop. Oh, Next year is Joel Santana. You're welcome. We'll, we'll, work, we'll welcome them back with open arms. And, right? In two more years, Kodak Black. Hopefully. We don't want him back. Whoa, whoa, we take I that want back. Him back. I want him back. Free Kodak, man. Ask Jassy, what's your question? <laughs> Thank you. Free the zone. How we get to all the fallen soldiers, but. <laughs> Um, so, um, well, speaking of, uh, inmates, I was watching, uh, the Aaron Hernandez, uh, Killer Inside. Yes, ma'am. And, um, it just brought up so many things, um, (laughs) on so many levels. I mean, I know this is that jazzy, but so many fascinating things we learned about Aaron Hernandez. I did not follow this trial. So, like, all the, like, juicy tidbits about, like, the person that he killed being the fiancé of his... The the boyfriend of his fiancé's sister was wild. His mother, after the dad died, she moved in his cousin's um, husband into their childhood home um, while he was still in high school playing football. And, like, you know, it's just, like, it was this... Poor man was doomed from the start. I mean, mm-hmm. clearly he's a psychopath, but I think it's the combination of like childhood traumas. He also was molested, mm-hmm. and then you know being playing football and the you know traumatic um, CTE mm-hmm. and things that is done to his head, like definitely contributed to his violent streak, like ridiculously, right? But the main person that I was fascinated with here. <laughs> was his fiance because yeah. she held it down. Yeah. And um, I forget, Shaniqua? Is that, I don't remember her name. I felt um, like it was a Shay something. A Shay something. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember. But Homegirl held it down, but not in a way where it was like, she was never really complicit with his behavior. Yeah. But what I noticed is that she played the role of, the wife that she was not um <laughs> you know like and and here's here's a lesson here guys i don't know if she's gotten this insurance money from his death but um yeah she was never married to him so technically so i mean wow. i don't know how much she was entitled to but let's get that ring ladies and gentlemen yeah, um please. or at least some documents that will uh ensure you get some insurance money when somebody dies but yeah back to her being like a writer um i don't know there's i know we always talk about like the line that you draw yeah um between you know being a writer and you know then or 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 you know that you don't want to do any criminal activity, yeah. but like her level of loyalty, um, you know, choosing him over her sister, basically, um, it was commendable mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know it sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but I was very impressed that yeah. she held him down. And then even just listening to um, the jail tapes where she's having conversations with him and you know it's like she's telling him like you know you can tell she's annoyed with yeah. him and like her world is being turned upside down but like he's like you know send me books send right. me Harry Potter she's like okay yeah. you know what I mean like I think there's so many women that in that situation would have been like look he's in jail I don't know if this contract money is coming let me take my baby and go about my business yeah. you know what I mean but she decided to stay. So I was just posing this to the stereo bros, you know. What's where where do we draw the line? Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. But not that I don't know, like, because, because as a woman who's loved, mm-hmm. when you love, you right. love. You right. love it hard. You right. know what I'm saying? So sometimes there is no, there is no, like, line. It, mm-hmm. it very easily that line can disappear. Right. Uh, I think there are several things. I think the fact that she chose him and knew that it was, like, oppositional to her sister in a sense, mm-hmm. you kind of got to make it work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I done told my sister, fuck out of here for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got to make this work. And then now there's a baby, and now we're in this public limelight. And then, you know, knowing, I think her position was really tough because knowing that you've got this, this you know, melanated man, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's this this superstar football player on this like high profile team he's doing well but you also know that he might have had some shit going on in mm-hmm. his family he just lost his his only close relative mm-hmm. uh well the person closest to him mm-hmm. you who know. also held it down yeah cousin that cousin held it the fuck his down his cousin was terminally ill with cancer yeah. and refused to testify yes. against him that and they put her the in jail yep. for a couple months yep and she was like terminal like dying I mean, I, I listen. There's people that I don't know, I, like that telling stuff is nah. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, so like, I mean, as far but as far as the line goes, I think that um, as so as long I think as long as as you don't lose your own sense of like personal as integrity. Jazzy pours the drink on oh the my microphone. God, I just it was, gotta do it. It was the yeah. Just just lock <laughs> in, girl. Lock Go in. For it. Um, I think as long as it doesn't compromise your personal integrity, and I think that's the hard part because, you know, everybody might be looking at you like you boo-boo the fool. Right. But if you, I don't know. And my thing, to the to a certain extent, if this man is a killer, there's got to be another day of her life before this that she right. was like, this nigga a killer. Nah, like, right, I, don't, right, I don't believe, like, he just turned up with, like, four bodies. Right, like, out of nowhere. Many, like... I'm pretty sure that he probably... Because, you know, you know, you know... I mean, this is the Ask Jazzy section, and it's more about the romance. But, like, but like, if she really wanted to do something in light of all of this stuff with the, with the um, documentary, she'd really be trying to shine a light on the NFL right now. And how, like, we talked about parts of his frontal lobe were, like, fucking atrophied. Yeah. As a result of the constant trauma. And even he, on the tape, at one point in one of the prison phone calls, was like, they outlawed some medication Mm -hmm. that they give them to stay in the game. Mm -hmm. And he's like, do you know who keeps getting that med every game? Me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we gotta wonder what this did. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. so, um... I mean, look, shout out to her for trying to keep her family unit together in the public eye in the midst of all of this extra shit. Um, right. But. And then when all she the... She's strong jaw. I saw her picture oh. on the internet. What's wrong with a strong wow. jaw? No, no. A, a good jaw structure is great. Wow. It's great. Ric Flair. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let me tell you something. What all a the wow. X out there know, brother, <laughs> that a woman with a good a good jaw structure, brother... It's great, oh, brother. At night on a Friday, brother. That's it. If that jaw structure is wrapped around your your brother, said, brother. Let me taste this, brother. Is the button, and Sam does not <laughs> oblige us every single episode. Sam lets us have every single. Episode. Let him loose. Let me say something, brother. A woman with a good jaw structure, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, is great for you, brother. Sam. He well, maybe that's what he likes since he was allegedly with his uh, college teammate. Well, not that. Well, I don't know. Is it that alleged? guy popped up on the document. Like, first of all, the tone of doc- of the documentary was very much like he was gay. 
I feel like that was <laughs> right, it. Right. It was exactly. like he's gay. Here's another way that he was gay. Right. This is one of this might have what happened because guess he what? Was, he, he was, was gay. gay. Like, right, it's like, right. It's like shit, okay, he was gay, so what? Like, how about we talk about the other shit? Right. Like I he got know. abused. Why did Homeboy's father have to come on the show? Like, why did why was he necessary? To validate how narrow minded people who don't accept gay people yeah, work. But we already knew that. Like, like we didn't we knew need that already. Say that. He was up there like, oh my god, and G Willikers and I'm like, what the fuck kind of people? What? No. G Willikers. No, no, no bullshit. They were using words no, that were. were like golly gosh wow or right, some shit. Right. And I'm like, of all the booty partners. <laughs> right, right. You could have had someone a little cooler than this nigga because he is not cool at all. And I mean, I feel like she still, in the face of hearing these things, held it down. She did, but it's how embarrassing is, is that? Is his fiance Shantae's cousin or something like that? They kind of no. look similar. I guess. See, my days are cold without you. She's a pretty girl. She is. And regardless of whether whether he was gay or not or whatever, you know, that's really none of our. I, I don't. I don't know when it made it. It was okay for people to just throw all of this information out, regardless right. of how it's going to impact his wife or his children in the future. I really don't know. Like, uh, we've lost that that certain level of civility. But. I mean, I don't know if they were trying to hit at it because they're just like, oh, he had all this turmoil. But I don't think that's the inner turmoil that caused him to like no, be a killer not. or but that's to kill. This all guy. they were saying, every right. single frame was like, he's gay. Yep, he's gay. It's like, bro. bro. <laughs> And I'm glad they they were talking about how the the you know the prosecution was contemplating bringing it in, and yeah. the judge is the one that, that was like stopped nah. it. And I, I'm and glad because that because that doesn't you know, have a place in that. It really doesn't case. have anything to do with it. But. Um, but yeah, but um, to answer your point, Jazzy, the the line I think the moment that you, it starts to affect your personal integrity, like you doing shit like tricking and shit like that, and mm-hmm. you said you wasn't gonna do, you got to stop the holding it down stuff. But I think she in this case did the best. She did the best. She, she did could. the best. She could. I'm actually quite proud of her of mm-hmm. her of her too because she kept it together. Right. And then the next T is she just had a baby for his old college teammate. Wow. But he's wow. dead, so Wow. New music. Episode's over. Episode's over. New music. Cause they they talking. I purposely said little because this is not my 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 area of expertise. What, what part of this turned you off, P and L? I just know I don't I don't know. Like I don't talk about like. I mean, the man is dead, right? So it ain't much we can really derive from the situation. But no, the, it, you have to watch the documentary. But I'm not. I'm not watching Why? documentaries about a man killing cats. I'm not watching A. A. Ron. Oh my god! Oh, shit either. Yeah. Why? Okay, no, okay, okay. I'm. Nah, I, you're, nah, this is coming from somebody that does not like gory details and stuff. It's like not that. my patch. Like I'm, I'm good on all that. I, I have night. Listen, I have that. nightmares over my own shit. I'm not gonna ingest right, other enough. content that's gonna give me even fair more enough. nightmares. Very fair. I'm oh, very. But I'm still very listen selective. to your gunman tunes though. Ooh. You're no, willing to I have nightmares to your over real life. Has sex with my real life, my, my <laughs> real life nightmares. Like, yeah, I go through real life like stuff. So he do be listening to some gunman ass tunes though. But then I, we, but so new music. Jacob <laughs> Jacob Lattimore, don't want to leave, featuring Milato. Here's that. And if you don't know who Jacob Lattimore is, he's from the shy. He's a uh, Brandon. Is it Brandon? No, he plays um, uh, uh, the uh, guy that has all the kids. He got kids. Jordans. He and got mad Jordans. kids. He got mad kids and sneakers, and he works. Everett. 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 Yeah. Everett from uh, the shy. You're welcome. 
Okay, so my song this week, it, it dropped, I think, this week. Um, and it is from a new artist. I'm not really sure how long she's been out, but I really like this song, Amanda Reefer. She is Bayesian, all right? Hey. She's kind of got a little baby Rihanna aesthetic, but I know she's doing this on her own. This song is called Rich Bitch Juice, and it's energy all 2020. And my list so long, I keep topping up. I'm on a rich bitch juice. 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 Look at you, look at you. Trying to make reparation. Look at me, look at me. Where about the situation? I'm on a rich bitch juice. And my song this week is another song from the forthcoming collective. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, I went to their visual uh, screening of um, a video for their last album, and it was awesome. They're super, whoop, whoop. super talented. Group of dudes. You heard their music here first? Yes, I heard Hello it here to first. I had okay. um, So I'm going to pick another song from that same uh, compilation. It's called One Time, and it's the forthcoming featuring K Ha. If I give it to you one time, drugs, and I'ma give it to you cause you're all mine. You got me standing up on the front line, like a prophet. I need you like I need sunshine, 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 sunshine. You gon' want it all the time, not sometimes. And I'ma give it to you cause you're all mine. Here we go. So those are our new music se- new music selections. You're welcome. New music. New music. That's my Tennessee accent. Baltimore. It's more. It's more K. Michelle. But listen, K. Michelle for one second. Yo, listen. That's y'all saw on all that. Listen. Don't go crazy, please. I'm not gonna go crazy, but please tell Uncle Murder because his wrap up. Oh, last year I heard, I heard. He, he's still talking about her, her box offer, and I'm just like, yeah, it's not nice, man. But it's I not don't nice. Think it wasn't him that had sex with her, so it I don't was understand. Ma- it was Mano legend, right? So I don't understand why you're still talking. Immaturity, men are immature. Yeah, like- immaturity. Well, she fired back. He forty one with a mixtape. With a mixtape at 41? Right. At a restaurant, a little Jack Daniels deal. You better... Right. And a new song. Brokey. Okay. (laughs) I like her music, but I just hope that what he's saying is not true. Listen, men with small dicks can get away with doing whatever they want. Girls with hot, hot pockets are doing whatever they want. Like, people are just out here. She does say hot pocket a lot. She does say hot pocket. I hope a hot pocket is not burnt. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, But speaking of letters... uh. As Jazzy raised a very interesting point about people denouncing their letters, I think it's fitting to wrap this episode up with talking about the the concept of walking away from being Greek. Wow. Because 
I know people who said, I'm good, and just like parked themselves and said, like, nah, I'm no longer repping this. Right. And I feel like there are a lot of what we do as a people now, we don't really, like, even like burning sage mm-hmm. or praying or um, joining Greek organizations, black, black Greek led organizations. I think a lot of what we do has been kind of bastardized because we don't understand that if you're from the motherland, you had a very close connection to your ancestors, mm-hmm. right? And I think that when stuff was bastardized, you was taught to feel like, well, that's all like voodoo. Or, yeah. Well, that's all like bad. So it's like Santa, mm-hmm. Santeria, mm-hmm. Uh, voodoo, it's all like it's bad because it's, it's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fantastic. Um, uh, it's like black magic. It's, yeah. it's like uh, demonic almost, mm-hmm. right? So now when people are joining organizations and then saying, well, this is not for me, I'm denouncing it because of my values, part of me is like, well, you mean to tell me you had no inkling that this is like going to potentially impede on your values? Mm-hmm. It's like most chants and hymns have a certain... Uh, Tone. Almost like a religious tone mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get into this shit, spend all this money, get like all these cool shirts, and then it's just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I personally don't understand it because for me, I've had reasons to want to say, you know what? I'm going to park myself and keep it pushing. But I'm like, it's a brotherhood. Like, it's people that I legit fuck with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I've met a lot of dope people. But even now, like on job interviews and shit like that, um, when I look people up, it's like, oh, she's Greek or he's Greek. I'm gonna throw that in there real quick. Mm-hmm. That's easy points, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like it's a common bond. Like we we all minus Creative Sam mm-hmm. are part of a fraternity or sorority, mm-hmm. right? We don't look at people differently if they're not part of it, right? But our bond is beyond. It just happens that we could talk about. Like, that's another thing we could talk about, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like. To denounce it, I don't knock anybody for saying they they over it. So if you cross the wrong org, Iota, or you oh, cross no. on a... This is like the third uh, fraternity-related, sorority-related I mean, if you, if you cross in the wrong chapter, the, that's like joining org X because that's the only thing there. And then the next semester, they bring something else back. Right. You'll be hurt. Um, I mean, most of the people that I know that have denounced their letters have been for religious reasons, and most of them are Christian, and they've become more, or became more, uh, I would say, religious um, right before denouncing their letters, right? And so um, I was sharing with Stereo Bros before we started that I listened to a um, YouTube of a young lady that denounced her AKA letters. And she read directly from her ritual, um, or I don't know, whatever they use. <laughs> and We are so rose. And okay. we striving. Okay. We have to fight. Right. Sometimes we, okay. we have to cry. <laughs> okay, listen, don't be giving out nobody juice you, on this mic either. This is all right. on YouTube. Like, no, no, no. Okay. Like, I don't know what That's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. Okay. But what you're not going to do is so the K's in front of me. I'm not so in front no, of insulting oh the K's. You said whatever the they do. No, I, right. I, I don't know, know what she calls I call them a ritual. my ritual. I don't it's know a what, shot. 
You say whatever they do. It wasn't a shot. I don't know what she was reading right. from. It seemed like what I would call my ritual right. book. I don't know what they was reading from. That's a shot. Okay. Anyway. Continue. Anyway. To <laughs> I'm a wordsmith. Right. I put this in the language. You're throwing oh shots at them. I'm not right. throwing shots. I have very, very good friends. I have friends on both That's sides. That's what people say. <laughs> Trump boys. I have friends. There's good people on both sides. It's Charlottesville. There's good people on both sides. What you're not going to do is... is is liking at Jazzy to Trump, okay? She said, I have friends on both sides. That's what I Trump do. said, too. I do. Anyway, Please. what I was pointing to is that this um, young lady read directly from her book of, you know, aka, you know, isms. Right. And was, Still a shot. was relating them to scriptures in the Bible mm-hmm. that she is assuming they were pulled from. Mm -hmm. And her take on it was, and I'm only using hers because I actually listened to it. Mm -hmm. This was on YouTube or Netflix? This was on YouTube. She's bugging. Um... Yeah, it was kind of wild. But I've never actually, you know, the the sorors that I do know have denounced, I've never actually had a conversation with them about, I mean, I know the general reason, but I never really sat down and had like a real, real conversation about what in particular it was. So I'm using this young lady as Mm -hmm. an example because I wanted to hear her perspective. Mm -hmm. And so what she spoke about was, you know, the kneeling and, you know, usually you'll hear this false idols, people using false idols. And she was speaking about like, you know, when she crossed over there was a picture of one of the founders on the table and there were candles around it and there was a lot of kneeling and she felt like she was you know being put in a a a a position of uh submission to the organization and Mm -hmm. to other people that were not of god and that is where she said she you know when it was happening or her and another one of her i guess you know line sisters Mm -hmm. looked at each other because they were both christian and she said she could feel that there was something wrong at Mm -hmm. first but because of the situation she was in it's very quick so she didn't really have time to think and it wasn't until somebody else later on denounced their letters when she wanted to be like defensive of her org that she then started doing you know these comparisons Mm -hmm. and and research right so I say all this to say you know I see where someone could go down this line of thinking and this path right but also I do think that I do consider myself to be a Christian I don't know I want to get like super you know spiritual I do consider myself to be Christian right but sometimes I don't necessarily subscribe to certain religious practices mm-hmm. more than a spiritual connection to God, right? And I think sometimes what religion does, it, it although I, I like religion because it puts you in the practice of getting that closer relationship mm-hmm. to God, I do think that sometimes people can get so caught up in the practice yes. and the religion of it that they miss the connection yeah. to the higher power, mm-hmm. right? And same way with being in an organization. We all know people that get so caught up yeah. in the organization yeah. and kind of miss what the purpose is yeah. because they're just so hyped to be a part of it and they put it on this pedestal and they do certain things to, to I mean, I don't know, maybe worship. I do think there's some people that yeah. worship it in a way that it was not 
meant to mm-hmm. be worshipped. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's there's a the fork in the road that people could go left or right in, yeah. in both directions. So yeah. I think it's really about having a healthy relationship with both. I don't fault people for denouncing their letters because at the end of the day, you know what you need to do to get closer to your mm-hmm. higher power. And if there's something that's getting in the way of you and your relationship with God, then you should, you, should yeah. you have every right to... to I just have one more question. Um... So if they denounce, do they like not rock with the chapter, or like, cause for me it's like I got mad friendships and like people I legit call like the bro. Yeah. So if I denounce, not saying I would, but it's like, do I not talk to the chapter no more? Like, the so people work? that I know that have denounced do not come to organization related events. But the people that they have relationships with that were strong, even though they were made through that bond, they still maintain that relationship. Mm-hmm. But they've sold all their power or given it away to younger sorors. Can you ever and undenounce? I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I think, um, to your point, PL, at the very beginning, like you kind of just need to know a little bit more of what you're getting into and i know that that's difficult because if depending on the route right mm-hmm. it's hard to get a sense of like i pledged at 19 mm-hmm. right exactly what critical thinking were you doing was i applying <laughs> at 19 you know that what i'm saying look cool right? let me get one of them no, shoes. Like, Ooh, what is this kind of lit or whatever but like what um specifically at my chapter like it was a lot of like like we, we refer to ourselves as a finishing school mm-hmm. right like we're not here to make people anything and i think that's that kind oh. of is helpful because it allows you to it allows you to weigh whether a person is like is in a space where they're even questioning their relationship with God. This is a real mm-hmm. defining thing. Then. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? We can't. What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking for sisterhood. Oh, that's cool. Why are you looking for sisterhood? What kind of what does sisterhood look like to you? Like, what mm-hmm. is it? And then if you dig a little deeper, you'll realize that sometimes like. You know, um, there are people who are seeking this for different reasons. And what they're right. really seeking is something in their own life. And it has mm-hmm. nothing to do mm-hmm. with any organization. Mm-hmm. And so I don't fault people for, for walking away from their letters either, as long as everybody remains gentle and mm-hmm. respectful. Because they're right. people who are staying. Right. You know, and so I'm. it's cool that she made references from whatever biblical text to whatever she whatever ritual she was using but like to go on a platform like youtube i can never respect shit like that yeah, because no. it's like right it's like since there are people who who this is still right. their stuff you're ruining somebody's experience right for and like, like for you for, know right for like for, for me, evangelism I'm just like okay i mean we, right we and you'll do similar things but right. for somebody who is looking forward to this experience they about to you know you a fiend right. if i was in college right now i'd be looking up everything right. like oh denouncing i'm denouncing <laughs> Because I want a closer relationship with with the Lord. That's fine. I know ministers in mm-hmm. these organizations very active. Yeah, still. very active. You know, and in addition, it's like you get on a platform like YouTube and you say this is this is evil because of this and a third. But what if the person who's a member is Muslim and doesn't use the Bible? Right. Like <laughs> so now what? Now you're just out of my shit for something that doesn't even apply to me. Like you know right. what I mean? So I think that we need a little bit more care and concern. When doing this, mm-hmm. sometimes it t- it can be a little fanatical where they're like, it's God or nothing. And then it's like they're, you're spewing all the shit that you don't need to. That so. irks me too because yeah. I, I know people that denounced their letters and they did so respectfully and quietly and kept mm-hmm. it pushing. Right. Right? So for me, when you put stuff on social media, you can't undo it. So that person may 
be going for jobs, right? And the hiring person may be an AKA. Mm-hmm. You 86, <laughs> right? Like, I feel like there's nothing wrong, like like y'all said, if you say, you know, this is not for me. Because I, I know people that was coming through the fold, and as it was coming through at the last second, like going through their ceremony, said, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Nobody can ever, like, bad mouth them. They, no, did, it, they, did, they every, did everything they, they did were it, supposed to do. And they said, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes... The Greek world is overstated because for some, that's all they have. Like, I haven't been an active social Greek for, like, seven to eight years now. But my life has been great because I have other networks. Mm-hmm. And I still love being part of my fraternity. You know, shout out to the apes and all that, 06 old day and all that. Like, I'm not sitting here jaded. but Nah, like, I love it. But I had to put aside the social aspects to focus more on getting my life in order, mm-hmm. right? But I would never, ever go on a public platform and talk about the things about the fraternity that I don't like, mm-hmm. right? I'd rather focus on building other men to be better versions of myself. Right. And in this young lady's defense, I think what she was saying is that she she wishes there was someone doing this for her when she was you know, having these thoughts. And I'm not saying, I don't think it was right for her to like open her book and just start reading Here's the thing, and she crossed in in the recent past. I don't know. Because even, even back when I came through, people had information and they would pass stuff down. So, yeah, but you know, we came through in a different time. There was no YouTube. (laughs) There was YouTube though. There was YouTube. But people weren't reading, they weren't doing this on YouTube. No, listen, people people were doing some of this stuff. I remember very early on in my Greek life, there were people who were like, and this is the, because I've the yeah they were that, web they would be like random you know, websites right yeah yeah like, yeah, that. yeah, like yeah. people would like screenshot the ritual page like this is what they do and it's <laughs> it's like it's so much like but I feel you heard like, it out of context and was like what the hell is right this? and it's it's just very weird it's like it's like I for many different reasons we could all be like this is satanic and we shouldn't do this and mm-hmm. we shouldn't do that but. Yo, let some people live their lives, bro. Some right. people don't see it that way. And right. you have to be okay with that. If you want to denounce your letters, do what you do. I won't even call it a character flaw. People change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it is absolutely a character flaw if you're out here just yucking everybody's right. yum. Yeah. Like, it's like, sis, like, because you My it. thing is, like, you gave your word. Word. You gave your oath that you would hold the... You hold it down. You would hold it down and you would keep this amongst the people that it is amongst and you've broken your word right right but we're supposed to trust you <laughs> my thing is like yo if you and if you wanted to save people because i think sometimes they think that they want to save people. yeah I was they want to right. they want to do that mm-hmm. but like at the same time it's like it's like say go ahead and start with one person you need to testify mm-hmm. to one person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if what you're saying resonates for real for real you'll save right. that one person too right. you don't need to get on youtube <laughs> Or <laughs> talking spicy, talking crazy. Like now you got a whole org with people. They they only want to be AKAs because they grandmama, they great grandmother right, exactly. was one. They sisters is one. And now here you go with Bible <laughs> verses like this. Like what? and not only that, but it's just like if you at his. So I think a lot of this Greek stuff too is also yard dependent. Meaning yes, if you're at a school where the alphas run a yard, as a man, you're gonna say, you know what. I'm going to at least research that, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, if it's 
the only if it's only the alphas and like one iota, you go in alpha. Unless you have like a personal connection to like your dad's an iota. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a school where it's like every organization is represented well and everyone's doing their thing. That's the best. That's the best scenario because then you you can (laughs) legit say, you know what? This is where I want to What do I believe Mm -hmm. in? What Mm -hmm. do I want to Mm -hmm. fit in with? That's right. It's a certain amount of conformity that goes with joining an organization. Mm -hmm. So to denounce it, I will never say, like, my stance is I don't fault people for denouncing. When in, In my era, I feel like in 2020, there's so much information on the internet that why go through with it in the first place if you feel like there is certain... Because you can ask that stuff... Well, I you think can ask in, in informational. Yeah, like, you can ask go, anonymously, mm-hmm. like, um, are there anything that you guys do that would conflict with, with, like, Christianity? You can ask, you can ask that. Yeah, yeah, but, like, that's... that's that's I think that that's opinion. Like, that's somebody's yeah. opinion. Thought, so you yeah. would have to see it for yourself. To be honest, although I knew the Christian principles of Delta, like... I, there's a lot I didn't know until I was girl actually there. Right. So like I I understood what she was saying. Not yeah. that I agreed with her, but it, I could see her mind for like okay, Absolutely. you know I just got here and like oh damn like I got to do this now. But Absolutely. like I didn't know this is what was happening. Absolutely. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, but I'm here, so I'm just gonna keep it moving. And I do also think that you know where I am. In 2020 is not when I where I was in 2005 when I pledged. So my mentality, my 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 spiritual journey is I'm on a completely different plane than I was in 2005. So I could see how someone that has now gone somewhere, been somewhere, you know, spiritually is now going to think differently about their past activities or even yeah. their, their current connections to things and a lot of people feel like you know they need to shed things in order to get to the next level mm-hmm. of where they need to be so I don't think it also necessarily has to do with you know you know you should have known this when you right. joined you know people have a change of heart I just don't think like you said you gotta out yeah like what the, you doing you know <laughs> What are you doing? Like it's it's just it's just doing entirely too much in my opinion. I mean mm-hmm. like but at the same time like you you I am aware that like to me and this is going to sound kind of contradictory but it isn't promise me follow follow mm-hmm. like it is not the sum total of you. Right. It's just not the sum total. So I'm like Delta is something that's in that's you know it's in my heart. I love the I love the what the organization was founded on. I love the the work that we do, and I know that it is a tool for me to do that work on my own right. or in communion with these right. other women. Right. It does not. It does not do anything else. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. It just doesn't define any other part right. of my life. It right. may inform some things, but it just doesn't make me. And I don't. I doubt that. Like you know, there there are. There are bigger sins. Mm-hmm. They're just bigger sins. <laughs> I just feel like if you're if you're gonna go crazy, if the, if if all the sins to go crazy, like this probably isn't one. Like okay, so you joined one. You felt like you didn't want to kneel. You didn't want to do that stuff. I mean, you do it. In, you do it in church. Right. And I mean, and to mm-hmm. be honest, like, do you know everything that they're that they're that, mm-hmm. like? You didn't go to theology school, right? I mean, it's just the same thing as like joining a, a church where the pastor is like. Funneling of, of money, money or, and like you know, sleeping right, with people, exactly. like it's the same thing. And so, ha, let me tell you about Sister Becky's mouth. Oh, oh Lord. okay, that's it. So, all right, in closing, in closing, um, 
Yeah, final words for the week. Final word for <laughs> for PNL is listen. It's getting warm out. Mm-hmm. Wash your Patagonia. Okay. That's it. Okay. Jazzy, you got one? Um, follow your heart. Don't put your organization's business out on the internet. <laughs> that was real dirty. That, I, was, that, was crazy. The, that was the worst part of the whole experience. I was like, why is she doing this? Um, I My final words are that right now China is like, you know, um, dying slow internally with all of this stuff. And bird flu is like all around. Um, I would say if you want to give your, your immune, yo, give your immune system a shot and get your herbs up, get your sea moss going, get your get your echinacea popping, get that hand washing going. Watch a hand washing technique. There we go at Jazzy. Yeah, my okay, okay. And um and yeah, and that's it. And just stay safe. But seriously, um consider your diet as you're trying to stay safe from all of these germs. <laughs> So that's episode 41. Follow us, subscribe, over and out. No matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.